Welcome everyone to the first ever episode of the Who Am I podcast with the Southside Church of Christ. I am Brian Dill. And I'm Jackson Wells. And we are very excited to bring to you uh, this new podcast that is going to be published once every week on Monday mornings. And we hope that it is a great start to your week. Uh, The overall theme is called Who Am I? Because we want to talk about ways in which we can continue to maintain our Christian identity, especially in a a world that is constantly changing, in a culture that is often opposed to Christian values. And we want to talk about ways that we can continue to uphold that uh, identity. So we're going to do that every week, and we're going to talk about some some more in-depth things, but we also want to have some some lighter conversation uh, each week. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, as we do this podcast, I'm looking forward to the encouragement that'll come of it, and I'm curious to see how well people at Southside respond to it. Um, but knowing us as we do these episodes, we'll probably get sidetracked a couple of times. <laughs> right. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, we'll be able to reel it back in every single time. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. This week, since it is the very beginning of the year, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. All right? Now, I've done a little bit of research on New Year's resolutions themselves, okay? Okay. And so here's what I found. I found a, a survey from 2016. Okay. And it says that 41% of Americans make New Year's resolutions. That's, that's lower than I would have anticipated. I, I figured it would have been I, higher than that. I thought the same. So uh, I don't feel so bad for not yeah. having made New Year's yeah. resolutions in a while. <laughs> uh, wow. Now, of those 41%, only 9% say that they considered themselves to have successfully gotten through that resolution yeah. through the end I, of the year. I could I could buy that. That that definitely makes sense. Yeah. I think back on some of the resolutions I've had, um, typically like a, a weight loss slash fitness goal. Right. Never never meet that. <laughs> never. Um, I it's just like everybody, if you do make a resolution and it's going to the gym or, or doing something like that start off strong and then fail epically. Um, right. Get to February and you're just like, I'm tired of going to the gym. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, so here's, that's some other statistics I have. So I thought the same thing. I thought, well, I bet most New Year's resolutions are dead after a week. Yeah. You know, but technically, according to this survey and what they found is that's not quite true. Um, about 75% are still going after a week. Okay. About 64% are still going after a month. Wow. And 46% are still going after six months. That's impressive. So, so nearly half yeah. last at least half the year. That is, that is impressive. Yeah. Um, and then it goes down to 9%. And then Right, yeah. And then 9% by the end of the year. July, just people start going on vacation. Right. And <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. Man. Well, uh, um, are, are you going to have a New Year's resolution this year? 
I don't know. I I haven't really thought about seriously making any. What about you? I I picked this up from Pete Harry, who's one of the elders here, um, and he said he wants to learn something new every year. And so I kind of have tried to do that every single year. Learn um, a new skill? <clears throat> skill or, or something. Okay. Um, a couple years ago, I wanted to learn how to ride the skateboard, and so bought a really cheap skateboard. I got okay with it, bought a new skateboard, and then, honestly, since I finished that year, I haven't skateboarded very much. Um, <laughs> this last year, I really didn't have one. It was more of a fitness goal, um, but I guess I sort of learned how to play disc golf to, right. to some degree. Um, <laughs> not necessarily a resolution. But this year, I haven't thought about it a whole lot. Um there, there's definitely some, some like check mark goals that I would like to achieve, like re- certain amount of reading. Uh, sure. Last year I was, I had this super lofty goal of reading three books a month, and I definitely have not come anywhere close <laughs> to that. Um, uh, and then uh, we'll we'll see. I I wouldn't mind learning a new skill, learning to play piano, which which it seems weird to do that at 25, but. It would be fun to, to learn how to do it, and yeah, uh, so that that may be that may be the direction I'm heading for for 2023. Well, that's that's another thing that I read was that uh, the resolutions that fail, something close to 40 percent said it was because they set goals that were too lofty. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. too much, and that and that's one of the things that I've enjoyed about the learning how to do something is. I learned how to skateboard. I didn't learn how to do a kickflip or an ollie. Right. I could just go, and that's that's all I wanted to to learn how to do because most people can't do that. Um, right. And and so I can say that I learned how to skateboard. Um, I did try to do ollies and stuff, but I, once you fall a couple times really hard, <laughs> you, you don't just want like, to do that anymore. I don't want to. <laughs> and being tall, just man, those falls are so far. Yeah. I wouldn't know anything about that. Uh, so, so one of the things we wanted to encourage you, our listeners, to do is uh, whatever platform you're using, whether it's uh, you're on the YouTube channel or listening on Spotify or some other uh, podcast platform, uh, in the comments section, share some New Year's resolutions that you have successfully kept. And maybe that'll give some other folks some ideas on what they could try this year or something like that. And uh, hopefully that'll be kind of some good interaction. Yeah, yeah I'd be I'd be uh, excited to see what what everybody has to say. Absolutely. Okay, so we're going to get into the the meat of the week, as I'm currently calling it. <laughs> we'll see if that <laughs> yeah. sticks. Uh, each week, since we are asking overall the question of who am I. We're going to ask a question related to that each week. And this week, the question is, am I a Christian? And that's a very simple question. I thought it would be great for us to start there and talk about what that means a little bit. And um, Jackson, what goes through your mind when when you hear that question, am I a Christian? If, if I were asked that question, my gut reaction is yes. If, if, I, if you were asked, are it, you a Christian? It, yeah. Are right. you a, a, a Christian? Are you a Christian, Jackson? I would say yes. And so whenever I think about that, and I think about my response, yes, I'm confident in that. Okay. Um, and so I know there are all kinds of people who are in different 
parts of their faith journey. Um, okay. And right. so whenever I hear that question and I'm able to answer it confidently, knowing that I'm a Christian, I know Jesus is, and we'll talk about that here in a second, but I want other people to be able to say that confidently. Um, exactly. Because it's, it is, it's important to be able to, to have confidence in your faith. That'll get you through a ton of the trials that you'll go through in your life. So yeah. whenever yeah. I hear that, that, that's what I immediately think. And then I think, okay, how, how, do, how are other people going to answer this? And are they going to be able to answer it as confidently? And if not, how can we get them there? Absolutely. Yeah, because I think that's the, it's the doubts that are in mm-hmm. the backs of people's minds that, that cause issues. And for clarification, I think for the purposes of our discussion, we're, we're not really talking about the, uh, whether or not I was saved at some point in right, my life. Right. Um, I think we're going to move a little beyond that to, to what, what makes a person a Christian yeah. um, in the way that they go about their lives and that sort of thing. And so we're going to start by talking about what does not make a person a Christian. And uh, Jackson and I are each came up with one example of what does not make a person a Christian. Uh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to I, go first? I, I want to go first. Okay. You already know what mine is, so we'll go, we'll go ahead and go. Now. Um, the question is, what doesn't make a person a Christian? Well, this is something that we've talked about several times in our uh, youth group class. And it's, what if you're a really good person? Well, if you're a really good person, great. That's one of the things we're commanded to do as Christians. <laughs> but yes, if you're just if you're just a good person, that doesn't necessarily that doesn't not, it's not necessarily that doesn't make you a Christian. Just being a good person doesn't make you a Christian, right? And then we can like get into the weeds and the philosoph- philosophical discussion about what is good. But for the <laughs> right. most part, society has an understanding of morality as good and bad, and you know sure. just that basic understanding. We know that there are good people. We know that there are bad people, and we know that there are good people who who aren't Christians. Uh, Jesus, of course, Christ um, was without sin. He was good. Uh, Gandhi, uh, Hindu guy. Most people are going to agree that he was good. Obviously, not a Christian. Do right. you know who Gayalwa Rinpoche is, or Rinpoche? I don't. <laughs> Definitely not. I don't All right, think. I'm, I'm, this is this is a, this is a, qui- a quiz for you. Um, he he professes uh, peace. That's one of his main teachings. He uh, he opposes abortion. At one point in his life, he was exiled from his homeland. Okay. Do you know who this is? No this idea. This person is still living today. Okay. It is the Dalai Lama. Okay. Most people again are going to consider the Dalai Lama to be a good guy. Buddhist, obviously, not right. a Christian. Right. There are also people that I know personally who are morally speaking good. They're they're not they're not out making bad decisions. I know some people who are not Christians who like follow the teachings of Christ but without professing Christ. Like I, I know exactly. I know people who don't drink simply because they know that it might lead to other things in their life that they don't want, which is Christ like tendency. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um yet they're they're not Christians. Um, I kind of I kind of think about it like this. Let's say you're a football player. You're the best football player ever. Okay. But you only ever played like backyard football. You never went on to coach. You never contributed to the game itself. And because of that, 
you will never get into the Hall of Fame because nobody <laughs> nobody knows who you are. Okay. You're, you okay. could have literally been the best football player, but because you didn't play or you didn't contribute to growing the sport, which is one of the reasons people get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There are, there are commentators that get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame because they contribute to the sport. They grow okay. the sport. The allegory that I think of is you can be a good person, but if you're not professing Christ, if you're not growing your personal faith and trying to spread the gospel for other people, at the end of your life, how is it? How are you going to get to heaven? <laughs> right, um, right. If if you're not in that in that cohort, sure, um, sure. And so that's kind of how I think about it because. I, I love good people. <laughs> Everybody wants to right, be good. Right. Um, and it, it's kind of harsh to think that a good person wouldn't get to heaven. Um, but without professing Christ, without being a Christian, you're, you're, you're not a Christian, right. even if you're good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, most of us probably know someone who is good, generally speaking, yeah. that is not a Christian. Because they do not follow Jesus. Yeah. The one that I wrote down as an example of what does not make a person a Christian is going to church. Ah. Oh. <laughs> uh, going to church does not make you a Christian. Uh, I can't think. I can't count the number of times in the Old Testament that we read where God basically says to His own people, the people of Israel, "Your sacrifices are completely meaningless." And it's because they were just going in and going through the sacrificial process and doing all the right things as far as the the worship goes. You know, they were showing up, Mm -hmm. but they were not living the life that God expected of His people. Mm -hmm. And I think that is such a challenge for modern-day Christianity is to actually live the life of someone who is following Jesus Mm -hmm. and uh, just showing up in worship does not make you a Christian. Uh, it just definitely does not make your life a Christian life. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, let's flip it around then. What does make a person a Christian? Now, this time I'll, I'll take yeah, the lead. Yeah. Um, oh, you are going to take I'll, the lead? I'll, I'll do okay. mine first. Okay. All right. So it, it might sound a little generic, I think. Oh, wait. No, 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 I remember now. You said, I was, was going to say, let me, let me go first. Yeah, you go first. I remember now. <laughs> We're going to make mistakes. That's yeah, okay. that's right. <laughs> All right, so what makes a person a Christian? Well, the I, I want to look at it from like a bare bones, kind of let, let, let's strip it all back and, and go from there. What makes a Christian a Christian? Well, if you're going to answer that, you got to know what is a Christian. So I did a quick Google search, and the, uh, the, there were two definitions that popped up. One was an adjective, and it says, relating to or professing Christianity or its teachings. And then the noun was a person who has uh, received Christian baptism or is a believer in Christianity. Not bad, but both of them used the word Christian in the definition, <laughs> right. um, which, which is... is which is. Sort, sort of, of a no-no. Okay. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, we were not allowed to do that in fourth grade. Right. Um, but, um, I, and those are fine, but I would suggest that the most basic building block to starting understanding what is a Christian, and it's 
to be a Christian is to know who Jesus is. Okay. Um, and that begs the question, who is Jesus? And we could keep going on and on and on, but I, I will share one passage with you uh, for the basic of who is Jesus. Matthew 16, um, starting in verse 15, Peter is talking uh, to Jesus. Jesus asks, but you, who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And that's a pretty bold claim from Peter. Right. But that also begs the question, well, what is the Messiah? What, what does it mean to be the son of God? And you could keep going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> but the first part of it is you have to know who Jesus is. Right. Um, so those definitions are fine, but a Christian knows who Jesus is. And I have a second part um, because you can know... I can know everything there is to know about my favorite sport, but I'm not a participant in that sport mm. unless I'm playing that sport. Okay, right. Um, and so I, the allegory, again, is if, if I call myself a Christian, I have to do those Christian things. There's a cheesy saying, but there's always a little bit of truth in the cheesy sayings. <laughs> uh, the, the word Christian is a verb, um, okay. and it is. Uh, there, there's a lot of action involved in someone whose life, they, they call themselves a Christian. The first time we see a group of people called Christians is in Acts uh, chapter 11, I believe. And you can correct yes. me if I'm wrong. I, I believe that's right. Yes. Um, it's, it's a church in Antioch. And this, right. is, and this is what that passage says. I believe Barnabas is going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Barnabas is going to Tarsus to search for Saul. So it says, Then he went to Tarsus to search for Saul. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year, they met with the church and taught large numbers. The disciples were first called Christians at Antioch. So I find that interesting for a couple of reasons. One reason, Jesus' disciples weren't even um, called Christians. They were just Jesus' followers, which is kind of neat. It was after Jesus had left the earth when we first see the term applied to people as Christians, which is neat. Yeah. And another reason that I think it's interesting is why were these people being called Christians, well, they were acting like Christ. They were doing things mm. that Christ would have done. Right. And so uh, a Christian is someone who knows Jesus and does things that Jesus does or did. Okay. Does, Holy Spirit, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All of this is, is great. And I think if people could kind of like understand that, like I was saying a second ago, it, it begs the next question. Well, if I know who Jesus is, and I know I need to act like him, well, how did Jesus act? What did right. he do? Right. There's more to it than just that. Like there are specific things he he asks us to do in order to receive salvation sure. And, sure. and stuff like that. But you learn those things whenever you ask those questions. What right. What did Jesus right. do? How How did he? What you're going to talk about here in a second? Love people, and I find that very pivotal in understanding. What does it mean to be a Christian? Right. So. Following Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Following Jesus. Well, I may have, and, I may have and, just taken away your thunder. No, but. you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> so, so really what I, what I wrote down was, was sort of similar in that it starts with loving Jesus. Once you, you know him, you're, if you truly know him, then loving him is that kind of next step. And, and, I think sometimes we we misconstrue the idea of loving Jesus as just a feeling or, or something of that nature. But I think what really helps me is John 14 and verse 15, 
when Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And that goes back to the action that, that mm-hmm. you were talking about, the idea that it, it is about uh, taking steps that are necessary to uh, demonstrate how we are following Jesus, following in his footsteps. And we don't get to pick and choose which commands uh, mm-hmm. we like or don't like mm-hmm. or, or want to follow. or We can't say, well, those are too hard. I'm not going to fool with those. I'm just going to focus on these over here. We don't get to do anything like that. But what follows in my mind after that is that so much of what Jesus commanded, so much of the, the uh, example that he showed us was in how to treat other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, loving others is scattered all throughout Jesus' teachings. And in fact, what, what we read in several places in Scripture is that it is not possible for us to, to claim that we love God and then turn around and mistreat each other. In fact, uh, 1 John chapter 4 and verse 20 says, He who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. That's a powerful statement mm-hmm. to me because the idea that it is impossible, it is 100% impossible for you to love God and hate your neighbor. Yeah. To love God and, and mistreat uh, the the person that is driving you crazy at work. Mm-hmm. Or to love God and to go crazy on uh, someone, chewing out someone who just made a simple mistake. Yeah. Uh, so, so we've got to be very careful about uh, how we treat others if we claim to be a Christian, how, if we claim to be followers of Jesus. And it, I think it's it's easy to love Jesus when you know what he did for you specifically. Right. And right. whenever you understand that fully, you, you're going to want to understand his teachings. You're going to want to follow him. You're going to want to do the things that he did because of how important what he did was for you. Exactly. Um, and so loving others becomes a little bit easier when you realize what Jesus did for you. Absolutely. Okay, well, I think that is about all that we have for today. Jackson, was there anything that uh, we haven't covered that you were wanting to cover? I I think we have covered everything that I have on my notes. Okay. Um, One of my other New Year's resolutions is to get get good at recording podcasts okay <laughs> well we're uh maybe a little closer to that yeah. now than we were before uh, we'll see i i sure hope it gets better because yeah. i know we've i'm sure we've made mistakes today uh so yeah. uh we hope this has been beneficial to all of you that have been listening hope you have a fantastic week and we we'll look forward to seeing you when we next get a chance to see you uh, have a blessed day mm-hmm.